Right, we are back again on the caffeinated corner. This is episode number nine. I haven't released episode number eight yet. I'm back with pickles, back in the flat. <laughs> um, I haven't told you this yet, bro. You were just in the shower. God, we're gonna do one of these a month. Okay. For the rest of the year. Okay. You and I, because obviously I move out yeah. end of the month. It's a good way for me to be like, right, let's sit down, have a proper oh, debrief. Opposed to us just like going and getting food. Oh, I'm so down. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, so down. That's so, actually a sick idea. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring the kit around. <laughs> We're good to go. Um, no I'm going to ask my usual prompting question. Okay. How are you? Oh, I'm great, brother. I'm great. I literally yeah. stepped in the door like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, so yeah. Like, <laughs> um, Just vibing. Oh, good. When, when was the last time we had a chat on here? December or January? Um, just after Christmas. Uh, start of New Year. Start of New Year. Yeah, when you came back, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, bro, since then, just still... Working on getting the clients in, managing the schedule, just living life a bit, really. It's yeah, yeah. he's it's gone carnival now. Let's talk. About, <laughs> mate, look, there's no, there's no uh, direction for this. I was literally just like, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Um, carnival, why? Oh man, oh, mainly, man. mainly, mainly because of my arm. Honestly, I don't know. It's a big craze right now, and a few people I knew did it in the past, and I always shut it down. Um, but I was just deeping. You know, I've been five years. They haven't touched me, not even a single piece. And, <laughs> you know, it's crazy, bro. Um, but then I realized, like, I did that to try and eat cleaner and healthier. And then the shit I eat is, like, the most processed fake meat yeah. that there is. Yeah, because we had that discussion, didn't we? You were you were eating some meat. And I was like, this is actually probably worse for you than actual meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eating red meat. Exactly. Yeah. And my, my main reason for cutting out meat was I thought the quality of meat was actually quite bad. But then I'm just thinking, I, I don't think plant-based product is any better. No, bro. Like, why are they advertising it as fake meat? That's what I mean. If you want to go vegan, you ain't eating meat. Why are you That's eating the fake thing. meat? Like, it, it doesn't make sense. It's in our industry, though. I reckon if you're going to go vegan and you're not going to lift, yeah, so be it. But getting those proteins in, there's only so many eggs you can eat, you know? Mate, all the shit, you look on the ingredients, there's like 20 ingredients. How? <laughs> in what in what world is that going to be healthy absolutely not so i made the switch to i had my first like steak two weeks ago but i was thinking it was a joke at first i was like why don't i just go carnival you know for the hell of it but i realized like why don't i actually just go to carnival yeah, yeah. it'll be the best case study from nothing to 100 and see what happens you know but you, you've had uh ha like Obviously, I get to see you daily, but how are you yeah. finding the experience? Obviously, so far, you had your little stomach blip. I've had one my, day. Yeah, I had one day that I blipped hard. What was it? So, I don't know. It was like in the evening or something, or I don't know when it was, but I was just like, yeah, I had to rush to the bathroom. Mm. And like, it was bad. But I don't know if I just didn't cook something properly or what, because it was just that one time. What did you do? I swear you'd been out for dinner that night. It might have been. Or if I just cooked steak here or something, just bad. No, you'd be, I'm sure you'd been out for dinner. You'd had a steak. Maybe, I don't know. Because you're like, I'm in pieces I'm the next pieces. day. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. It's like now that I've eliminated basically everything but red meat and product of meat, the smallest things are giving me like upset stomach. Yeah, like, yeah. I had a bit of spinach yesterday. Today was just ruined for me. Yeah. Like That's I, expected yeah. though when you like don't do so. It'd be, it's like me and drinking. Mm. The next time I have a drink, it's probably going to wreck me. 100%. Yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, be all end I'm doing this because my shoulder is, it's getting stronger. I can actually do a push-up. I can do quite a few push-ups. But my mobility and there's still like those little bit of pains there. And I realized if I start eating meat, there's going to be some properties that it has that other foods don't. 100%. You know, let me get that iron back up or this other stuff that I severely lacked for five years. And let's see if I can like repair it naturally, you know, get it 
fixed up quicker back to a good level kind of thing exactly so that was the main reason carnival yeah. is just like that gimmick to go the extra mile it's like i've started to eat meat why not just fuck it like now's the time you know be a sick ass case yeah. study kind of thing who cares i i'd love to try it but obviously torture still on so um <laughs> it doesn't align with any of my my goals in the scope of like i'm doing an endurance sport now oh. like it would just i would just wreck me oh yeah it's tough i mean today i did probably some of the most cardio i've done since being on the diet uh, i did sled push i did like a bit of running whatever i was finished like gassed next, out next to that latina next to that latina <laughs> but i was gassed yeah, yeah bro yeah. i was geeking reps isn't that bad like i'm hitting 12 to 15 fine i like at a good weight um first week i wasn't first week like my, my weights went so so far down yeah but it's, it's like anything it's an adaptation right you yeah. have to get used to it before you can then maybe start to progress again exactly exactly it's mad isn't it we both had these drastic lifestyle changes yeah. um disclaimer i have zero percent heineken sat in front of me i've been sober for what did we calculate 35 or 36 yeah days, over a month over a which month is yeah, it's it's good going for Coach Will, <laughs> dude. It's it's insane. Mm. But what's what's good is that it's just second nature now. Like we don't even talk about alcohol or nothing. There's no alcohol in front of us. Like yeah, yeah. Like as far as I'm aware, like you don't vocal vocalize that you miss it or nothing. Yeah, I did remember the first week though. First week, like, mate. Yeah. I can't walk past the pub. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But I think it's mad because it. it I don't know what happens the next time I do have a drink, which I think will be on a stag do I go on. Or mm. I might just have a few before, just so I prepare, because yeah, obviously yeah. it's going to be quite loud and uh, <laughs> lively on that. I don't want to be I don't want to be an absolute lightweight. But it it's weird, all the things I've noticed since stopped drinking. Like I've spoken to you about like the most insane dreams. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. feel like, you know, when you're a kid, you have the most like sort of, unbelievable dreams where everything is very clear yeah i have that again yeah, yeah like yeah. even though my sleep still wasn't 100 percent, it it's insane and like the way my brain operates on certain things i feel like my tempers i didn't have a massive temper but my tempers cooled off a tiny bit um i definitely feel better within myself but i think we both know i was i was burning the candle a little bit too lit <laughs> <laughs> when it came to last year and boozing like what was your reason for going sober? Like, what was the main reason? Um, I wanted to do it, but then this this marathon training reinforced because I was like, I've never been someone who's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna compete in this, or I'm gonna, do, I've never done a race, but in this mm. case, I'm gonna do this race, and then just be like boozing and stuff. Especially, look, I'm raising money for charity. No, no, of course. So some people have donated a hundred pounds. Yeah, they're not donating a hundred pounds for me to give it. 50% and be hung over on Saturday and Sunday yeah, and just yeah. be like a sack of shit. Um, so that kind of gave me the kick in the ass that I needed. But also I just realized how counterproductive this boozing was to, to my weekends, to my sort of energy levels, my training. And um, it was, remember the video I was telling you I wanted to make about like, obviously disclaiming I'm not some mental health guru. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. I think the the easiest variable we can control is like just moving and like mm -hmm. training because you don't need a fancy gym membership. You don't even need a gym membership. As you know, Cali, mm -hmm. um, you could run. You don't need running shoes. You can buy some cheap trainers. Yeah. Like, so it, I noticed the, the trend or the correlation of when I have a goal where I'm fully focused, I am a lot better in my mental health because I'm 
doing a lot more in terms of like testing my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas boozing is just the complete opposite end of the spectrum. So mm. I'm like, why don't I sit on the end of the spectrum that supports everything else? You know, fitness, my mind, all of these things. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's the same. It's like it's it's what we would call an, an athlete, though, isn't it? Mm. You know, you put yourself in an athlete mindset. You start thinking of all the things that, well, how you'd feel once you get to the top. Yeah, yeah. You have to cut out all the stuff that doesn't align with that. 100%. That could be dietary stuff. It could be like drinking. And it just becomes like another thing that isn't even second thoughts. Like, yeah, I'll get rid of that. It's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, I have yeah. to, especially with the accountability. Like you said, like people have donated for this. It's like, yeah. why would I drink? Like, yeah. I have to give it like my everything. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's not me saying I'm sober until July 1st. No, no. But I'm also just like, okay, there's two occasions when I, pretty much i don't have to drink like yeah. i'm not gonna go to my friend's wedding and he's gonna be like oh you you know it's my wedding that's my big day you're not drinking you pussy although yeah. knowing charlie he might he might have something to say about it um i love you bro um but it's it look i've got those two things in my calendar the marathon's in july his yeah. wedding is in basically start of june right. it's not gonna be crazy at the wedding the stag will probably be heavier yeah. Dude, I've got to live as well. Oh, of course, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on, because it's quite frequently the topic of our uh, our sofa chats, is like, what the fuck is going on with the world? <laughs> to which degree? Bro, I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. Societal? Yeah. Yeah, societal is fucked. What is going on? But I'm just, I want to deep it. Is it more that it's because we're seeing it online and we think that's what the world's really like or is the world really like that you know it's a big thing like you watch fake news or bad news or like if you keep putting yourself on negative news mm. you start to think the world's like that right yeah bro of course but i see something firsthand through my own eyes and yeah. my prompting question would be what has happened to men yeah that's the main thing i'm noticing that too like what, what has actually happened to men? what's happened you're not allowed to be a man anymore and but by, by being a man i don't be mean thinking you're elite to another no. gender or, no, 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 no. or thinking that you have certain rights that other people don't because that's a, like that that's not what i'm saying at all but i mean just being a man like the things we're basically supposed to do holding like, values traditional yeah, values man, like I, it really <laughs> we've spoken about it mate yeah, it's scaring we, me we've come to a, a society where it's all blended yeah, yeah and i i noticed this in the dating scene i noticed this in my friendship scene there's Everyone wants to take pieces of everything. And I, I, I personally don't believe that's how it should be. Yeah. That's never been like that. So why is it changing now? You know? I don't know. I listened to um, Joe Rogan. He had Jordan Peterson on. Mm. And Jordan Peterson, again, look, anything I say is pretty much a load of shit. So go fact check it for yourself. I'm not stating facts. <laughs> but what he said was... Uh, personality disorders or split personality mm -hmm, disorders, mm -hmm. I, I believe is what he was talking about. If you look back through time, there's peaks in time mm -hmm. and then there's decline of like, uh, not reported cases, but let's say diagnosis. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he says, what that is, is one person will display characteristics of this thing. And then people will replicate it to f sort of fit that and be more like that mm. because they, everyone wants to fit in, right? Oh, is it? So the more people to start replicating, the more normal it becomes. You typically will fall into that circle of your circle being like you, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then everyone gets a new friend. The new friend comes in. If they're a bit different, they want to be a bit more like that circle. And yeah. this circle just grows. 
And obviously in that case, he said there's decline, there's incline, but it feels like the, there's there's so much going on. It's like, I feel like this circle that maybe we not align with, but our characteristics are quite similar in some senses. That circle is getting very small. Yeah, it's very selective. I'm finding it very hard to find anyone that even fits that circle, yeah, yeah. which was once the norm, you know, and that's the scary part where it's like, unfortunately we're in the age of social media where everybody wants attention and the attention is now translating into ideologies and people's you know personas and what they believe yeah, and yeah. all this stuff and anyone's going to say anything for anything whether it's for views or likes or whatever yeah but like you just said if one person says it and someone else is like yeah i want to take that too now you've just got this growing it's the power effect right it is it is a power effect and it's like you know i i classify you and i as people who don't hate on anyone of course not like it's i not can meet anyone that, like i'm like okay that's a person there's no characteristic that defines you no. to me apart from you're a person yeah like i'm a person that's it we're, we're the same thing yeah, yeah yeah but i feel like there's almost backlash coming into this circle i described does as having mm. of like that's not right. That needs to change. They need to change. Well, that's the thing. I mean, let's bring it back to like, and I know I'm not going to put preaching on anyone's name, but let's bring it back to like Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate. Da, 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 da. Top G. Top G. But they've all been labeled as like people that spread misogyny or like, you know, it, it's, it's strange or like incel culture or like they're trying to be like the leaders of like lonely men. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's very strange that, you know, as far as I'm aware, neither have said anything about women or men to to make it seem that only lonely men feel like this when it's just traditional values mm. you know and when i say traditional values again we're not hating on anybody it's not it's literally just how men have been for the past million of years yeah, yeah. and you know holding things that are true men want to lead men want to you know support men want to do things like they care you know and it's there's nothing that's like men are man beaters or men are abusive. Like I've never heard that. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that that's being thrown to the mix, it's like, well, men aren't like that. It, you know, it may, it, it continues to baffle me. Yeah. Cause I look at it this way. Yeah. You and I both have our dad's present in our life. Yeah. If I sat down and spoke to him about some of this stuff, <laughs> he would not understand any of it. No. Now, what is my dad to me being a great dad? Uh-huh been a great you know even now he's not married to my mom they're still in each other's lives and he mm. treats her with the utmost respect yeah like so from him holding his traditional values does that now define him because he he's a man and he lives like a man does that make him a sexist does that yeah. make him a misogynist like i just don't understand because it's almost like you you get labeled now if it if you have the typical characteristics and I love the fact we're using the term men, because let's be realistic. Like we've been men for, <laughs> in my case, I mean, when do you even become a man? Let's say 21, four yeah. years, five years for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it, it's almost like, what, what can I, like, what can I do? Like, what, what am I allowed to do now without it being deemed as like, Oh, you know, that's like old fashioned yeah, or like yeah, old I just yeah. don't understand I, I'm noticing year by year there's at least one thing that's looked down upon or shamed upon that's just normally the norm mm. you know and I'm noticing especially in the dating scene because this makes it very hard to date because I don't change my preferences often yeah yeah literally be caring be nice like me and be feminine it's quite easy like yeah, yeah. just literally be the person that you want to be like don't put a fake 
act on. Yeah. I'm like, people are trying to be fake to like impress, like I make money. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> what, what I, uh, what I deeped on the tube the other day is like, I know you do the same. If someone old gets on, yeah. like you can tell who needs a seat yeah, by the course. way they get on the tube or like a woman or yeah, a woman yeah. with kids. So her kid can sit on her Standard. lap. I'll stand up. Like yeah. they can sit down. It's fine. When is it going to get, let's say 10 years time. <laughs> am I going to offer an old person my seat? And they're going to call me an ageist. Is that going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Is that going to happen? Because that's the way yeah. this shit's going. It's crazy. Like I, it's uh, absurd. You I don't, don't understand. Like. I, it's, I, I, don't, I don't like getting too like aggravated over it. Because it's not something that like stays in my mind for that long. But yeah, me neither. It's, it's like walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. I really do feel like I'm walking on eggshells yeah. with who I, who I meet, what I do. And I don't know why. You know, it, it's very, very strange that people can't have even opinions anymore yeah, yeah i get like if things if there's hate speech is one thing but having preferences and opinions is a completely other thing yeah you know and it's a very very but that's such a, it's such a powerful word isn't it hate speech like yeah i think i think that's if you're categorizing someone's and look don't get me wrong some people's opinions are absolutely twisted 100 percent. yeah yeah but like a non-harmful and non-offensive <laughs> opinion. How can that be categorized as hate speech? Oh, of course. Even even asking questions is now considered hate speech. Yeah, yeah. I find that absolutely uh, bizarre. I don't know if you follow um, Common Grounds. Remember I showed you uh, the guy from Melbourne? Oh, yeah, yeah. All he does is ask a question. Yeah, but it's different there, isn't it's, it? It's different there. Yeah. It's different there. <laughs> yeah. But it essentially is stripped back. It's just a question. Yeah. You know? I, think, I think what you said, though, is so right. Like The things we see on social media are very different to what we we experience in life because I've never had a situation with another person where me being myself has offended them. Absolutely. But it's the things I'm seeing people say on social media is offensive. I'm like, but I have some, I do that sometimes. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then I've maybe done that. um, uh, Let's say I've, I've showed one of those characteristics to someone else. Mm. They've not been offended by it. So you're right. It's a very small minority who are trying to, you know, kick, kick up the dirt and cause a fuss. Yeah, but this is what I see. It only takes one person to just watch that TikTok to then associate you with that characteristic. Mm. We haven't seen that. Like, no one's brought up to it in person. Maybe they haven't seen that one TikTok, you know? Yeah. All it takes for someone to see them be like, oh, I guess that makes sense now. And then for whatever reason, you're just you, and they're just like, oh, no, TikTok said this is bad. Yeah, or yeah. They said this is bad, so he's a bad person, you know? This is the exact reason why I don't have TikTok. 100%. And so I can't see my cringy <laughs> dance videos my sister's posted. Me on there. <laughs> um, I think it was quite a good topic. I like that. That was a solid one. But that's that. not us digging, like, that's not me sitting here digging anyone. Absolutely I'm not. I'm just saying, some of the shit I see online, I'm like, this is actually just carnage. Yeah. Like, if, if let's say 90% of the population had that view all of a sudden, I'd, yeah. be, I'd be lost. Mate. I'd be finished. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be done. <laughs> I'd be done. <laughs> yeah. Literally walk on eggshells. But thankfully, like we said, I think it's the case of what we see on social media, we think is a majority. Mm. And I love what I see. It's very Americanized. You know, it's not really in the UK all too much that I know of. Yeah, I see a lot of positive stuff as yeah, well. You've got to think the algorithm is, it blows stuff up. Um, there's this guy, oh my God, I'm going to butcher his name. Nick... Kustalis or Nick Kustamalis uh-huh. and he's got a podcast called Always Forward or something sure. and he was saying he gets like hate from different communities not because of anything wrong he's done he's like ex-military mm-hmm. uh, he preaches about TRT now for vets mm-hmm. I find him quite interesting the stuff he talks about but he gets a lot of hate on Instagram no way and 
he's realized that that boosts his profile. Oh, yeah. So his response is, okay. Okay. <laughs> Bro, that's like negative <laughs> attention, still attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, wait, to be fair, I, did, I haven't had any negative stuff on Instagram for a while. No. Uh, yeah. I had something about my, uh, I put a video up of me doing Penley Rose. I said yeah. this on the other podcast with Ben. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Ben to review the audio clip, which has taken him like a week, but we won't get into that. Um, and some guy was like, your back's bent. And it was like a fake account. I was oh, like, yeah, all right, mate. I was, yeah. like, I was like, yeah, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you spotting that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put it online just for someone to spot that. Thank you, mate. Um, did you get any hate on socials? No, no, even bro. I think I, I might get like silent hate. You know, oh, like, mate, people, people will always have something yeah. to say about you behind your back. It's always silent hate. But that proves, bro, that proves your character because if no one has the voice to say it on a real account or to your face. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're intimidated. Like, oh, mate, my, my favorite thing is doing those anonymous questions. Yeah, because I, I don't, some yeah. savage ones bro, when we did that, bro. But I don't even post the hate because it gets hate. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like your shit, or just like <laughs> that's just, me. You're, all of them. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Just piece of shit. Like I post up the funny, controversial, you know, whatever, whatever ones. Yeah, but yeah. dude, people use that to just like be like, you're a dickhead. Like, what's the worst thing someone said? Just like your shit. Just like random shit like that. Nothing's for anything. I had uh, remember Mr. Reg Black those days. <laughs> what did he call me? A tosser. He called tosser, me a yeah. complete and utter tosser. And I was like, wow, that actually <laughs> kind of hurt. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It is, I find it interesting, it, it, this whole, like, anonymous profile. You, They can say whatever they want to you. Oh, mate, yeah. It's hilarious. And it's like, at first, maybe it would have rattled me when I was younger. <laughs> but now I find it quite funny because I'm like, someone's actually had to make an account or they've <laughs> obviously got a burner to say some of these things to me. Yeah. I anticipate it, bro. 99% <laughs> of the time, yeah. If someone, let's say someone I knew, someone I knew from the gym came over to me and told me the things they thought and they weren't positive, my response maybe five years ago would be to get quite angry. Yeah. But it never happened, so no, I don't know no. my response. It's just me saying. But now I think I'd be like, should we just talk about this? Because <laughs> yeah. like, I know I'm not, look, I know I'm not a bad person at heart. <laughs> I know I don't have any bad intentions. Like, I know the things I put on Instagram, it, it, it's not offending anyone. It's no. not hurting anyone. It's just, I like doing it. Exactly. So let's just talk, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let's go. Like, maybe things. educate me. Maybe <laughs> I can educate you on something and you can teach me something from this. But that's not life anymore, is it? No, of course not. No, you can't be rational with anybody, bro. That's, that's I don't know. That's can you, a tough one. Can you remember the last confrontation you had in person? Nah, not even. I'm sure there's one. How mad is that? It's bad, isn't it? I can't remember mine. Apart from obviously getting a fucking knife pulled on me too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's not really like a verbal thing. Nah, verbally, nah, not even. Can't, can't imagine one. Which, you know, I kind of like because the fact that everyone's passive in terms of like people you actually know, hmm. it, it's nice that you don't have to like argue about things. But then a lot of that gets like that you they're planting the seed and you might do it about people and you're getting like, frustrated about things but because no one will talk about their differences anymore yeah. you can't just openly discuss it and you come can't. to like a mutual place where like i said you've educated them they've educated you you find that middle ground you move forward i want that the main well, the main reason that. the question that you know put up yesterday asked me controversial questions that's what i wanted initially i didn't want like have you given a hickey i wanted like <laughs> have you given a hickey? where's your stance on xyz because that yeah, opens yeah. the door because i'm not afraid to like 
say my voice kind of thing. Yeah. Go on. Like, right, let's do it. Controversial uh, questions. Fuck it. Uh, Give me one. I don't know. Right, you can't just do dead time, mate. You're supposed to be quick. Controversial, on, controversial. Yeah, yeah. How deep are we going? This can go fucking deep. Like not too like I don't want my podcast to get banned. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh come on bro uh okay let's, let's do one we might both agree on um <laughs> pro first amendment what yeah. like bare arms yeah yes or no okay for america yes yeah for uk no because how do you just suddenly introduce it yeah you can have firearms it's a whole new system it is knowing the uk government they'd fuck it up <laughs> there'd be like eight-year-olds walk around with clocks uh should it be legalized? Here? Yeah. Mate, that's so hard because I could see so much going wrong, but I do agree with it. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Um, <laughs> right to bear up. But the only reason that was in place, right, was so the government could never Pe- seize full yeah. control. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the people that have the right to bear arms. What about you? You're going to say I yeah. think so. I reckon so. As long as it's done very extensively, like medical check... Um, you gotta go to school for it. Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be the hardest license to obtain. Yeah, but mate, like I swear, some states have done that in America. There's still mass shootings. Nah, but America is easy. Like in certain states, just carry over. Like you can go open a bank account. They'll give you a fucking musket. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's so hard to think. Yeah, like it, like it's a year long process. The way and I see, talk, it, yeah. talk to me, right? You yeah. walk up Kelvin High Road. <laughs> I cannot name one single person I'd like to know is carrying a strap. True. Can you? If I'm carrying a strap too, I feel like I'd be a bit more of ease. <laughs> Bro, Kelvin High Road would just be like jewels in the middle of the street. True, would be fucking yeah. Guns are Kimber, isn't it? But like, no, like knives are just as bad. That's the thing, but it's more I, discreet and it's a, like it's ruthless. I like. genuinely think knives are worse, bro. That's yeah, a much bad knives. <laughs> That's a much worse way to go out. That was a good one. Though. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, let me think of one. It's hard to think of things controversial because I guess we we voice the same opinions on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, do do you think? do you think that men should be the ones who provide income um and if if the woman like in a relationship and marriage or whatever the situation but let's just go with uh, a male and female marriage sure if the woman chooses to be a stay-at-home mother Mm -hmm. like a housewife sure the man and she suggests that Sure. Do you think the man should be the one to step his game up and level up and start obviously providing more, especially if he's got a child? Yeah. Like, do you, or do you think it should be equal? Do you think the woman should earn and the man should earn? I believe up until you get into marriage, both parties should be working mm-hmm. as much as they can to have certain assets to fall back on if things ever go south. I believe it's in the man's interest to theorize if the woman should stay at home yeah because if she's not willing to before they get married i wouldn't be with a woman like that yeah yeah especially if you want a family um but i'd go into a marriage knowing that i'm a provider and i will be providing for the family Mm -hmm. but i also want my kids raised properly and i couldn't ever stand the idea of me and my partner both going to work and hiring like a nanny or a babysitter Mm. because they're not going to get parental love 
So I think if it's the case where a woman suggests it, it's quite hard for me to answer that one because to me it's like a, a true valuable man or traditional man would only be traditional if the woman's also in her traditional. Do you know what's really mad you say that? And yeah. I only ever thought about this after we had the conversation on this before. Yeah. My grandparents both came from like nothing, right? Yeah. They bought a guest house. They leveled up. They bought a hotel. They had no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, I don't know, obviously the order this happened, but my granddad was an electrician all the time. They had this hotel. He starts an electrical firm. Mm -hmm. My nan runs the hotel. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. he's working all the hours under the sun there. My nan's living in the hotel doing that. Mm -hmm. Now, my mum didn't, that I know of, have like a nanny or anything because yeah. they didn't have the money. But my mum my would help out at the hotel. And yeah. that would be how my nan looked after her because she'd be working there. Sure, and sure, sure. My nan was running it. Like yeah. she, she was the owner. So in that sense, it's very confusing because I look at my grandparents and they're traditional as it gets mm -hmm. because my nan retired a lot earlier than my granddad. Mm -hmm. So technically, you know, he was the one still working until he sold his firm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But she also grinded after marriage, having my mum until, you know, my mum was, I don't know, like let's say 10 mm -hmm. when when my nan retired, I, I, this is me guessing. So it's very confusing, isn't it? Because we like to think traditional is the, what you've just portrayed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, I look at them and I'm like, that's as traditional as it gets. But to me, that still is traditional because take yeah. the situation we have. Uh, your grandmother took your mum in and still could look after her because she ran the business. But I, I know that from conversations I've had with her that maybe she couldn't give my mum enough time. Sure. So it's like, she might have, I'm not low, this is not me digging my family up, but no, no, no. my mum might have got, um, let's say, neglected in terms of like, she didn't have someone caring for her all the time. Yeah, yeah. Not like she was just left on the street, but no, no. she she was in an environment where both her parents were working hard yeah. to provide a future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I look I look at that and I'm like, wow, that's, that's like unbelievable. It is. It, yeah. But is that traditional in your eyes? I don't know. It's it's not traditional in the sense that that's a last resort. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's more so that your grandparents didn't really have any other choice. If you're coming from nothing and you're starting a business up, that's just what comes with it. You have it, to do it. You know? And Whereas, look, you, look, you've got your, you've your one-year plan, you've got your five-year plan, yeah. you've got your 10-year plan. And the most powerful one to me is the 10-year. 100%. Like, obviously, it's difficult when you've got kids involved because zero to 10 for a kid is like a huge development stage oh it is so you can't just think 10 year phase when there's a child involved because no. you're like how much of this am i going to miss to work no of course and uh, one parent uh, yeah. does need to be there right i completely agree and the, the thing is like it goes back like that was a situation where your grandparents couldn't change it yeah, yeah we're in a society where everything's a choice you know i do believe that men have the power of like who they want to marry mm. women have the power of like you no know, it goes both ways different topic but <laughs> it, to break it down it's just more like if a woman wants to grind and become a CEO of a company she's not gonna give that up for a kid mm. no matter how much she wants a kid or she wouldn't be willing to unless the guy's making triple the amount to support for everybody mm. right and that's a choice you know I don't believe you can you know you might want to be a proper CEO woman and want to raise a family but you're gonna have a stay at home dad like if there's gonna be some sort mm. of like dilemma here that doesn't quite work personally i don't think you should have a child if you can't afford a child i just don't think you know that's normal 
before a child, I don't think you should even be looking at marriage or moving in with your girl if one of you can't even afford an asset. If you're both, I play devil's advocate though. Yeah, go on. So when we talk about this traditional sense of like what what you just said there, yeah, we talk about it from maybe the last hundred years, right? Give or take. Because prior to that, the man and woman were both out working to provide. Yeah, yeah, which is it's crazy, isn't it? Because what do we call traditional now? No, exactly. I go traditional by like grandparents to parents. Mm. I wouldn't even class my parents as traditional. Yeah. I think it's grandparents and maybe great grandparents. Yeah. You know, because when it goes to great grandparents, it becomes situational. We get circ- circumstances like your grandparents where mm. maybe the child doesn't get as much like attention, attention yeah, yeah. but it, it just has to be done because you can afford to have a kid back then as well. Yeah, it just, yeah. it, it's fine. You can't really afford that now. And that's, that's why we're going back to that traditional route that I'm saying, because everything now, unfortunately, is a choice. And that choice determines whether you have a good relationship with your partner, a good relationship with your child, and most importantly, income coming in, right? There's so many factors that come into play that it's not just, oh, my child got neglected. It's, you know, oh shit, now we've lost one entire income. Now I've put all that pressure on me to look after a family and keep a roof on my head. Yeah, There's there's a lot. I think think it's a topic where it's, like you said, it's situational. It is. Because it's like, how much are we both making? Of course. Can one of us take the foot off the pedal mm-hmm, can it does that set us up to give ourselves and the mate we're talking as if we've got kids here <laughs> like our child the lifestyle we want yes but exactly it, but i do not dude like i look at the cost of living i think that's so hard in today's age do you not think oh, like it's it, absolutely ridiculous children is no joke even having a girlfriend is no joke like for a long-term partner it's no joke so it's one of those things where these things need to be decided very soon. And, you know, I say this all the time, like, at our age, we need to know what we want. You know, I think by, I think by 25 to 30, you should probably know if you want kids or not. Yeah. Like, let's be want, honest. Do you want kids? I want kids. Can I afford kids in the West? Probably not. But I do want, I'd love to have kids. Bro, I'm yeah. undecided. Undecided. Mm. But that's the thing. But it's like, it's like me saying I, I want to own a property. Mm. you know i can say all these things bro what's realistic yeah you know i could probably what, own what age exactly what age but it's all these things it's like i could probably own property but i can't afford a wife yeah there's, there's downfalls <laughs> you know so it's like yeah. i have an asset it'll be mine but i'll probably be 45 by this time and i won't have a wife yeah. with no kids it's, it's oh mate everything's so expensive now <laughs> it is it is mad isn't it so as as much as you know we can preach about the traditional male and traditional relationship we have no idea what it'll be like in 10 years and i'm already seeing what the trajectory looks like of relationships in 10 years with the statistics or everything mate hasn't a fucking comet been supposed to hit earth for like the last <laughs> 10 like where is this thing? what's going Just on bro us. yeah come on man Just take us all man <laughs> slacking yeah that's mad yeah that i think crazy. i think we're similar on that but i just know like the, the list of my priorities, right, are mm. myself. Yeah. And when I say myself, that, you know, that that transfers into me ticking boxes that aren't just about myself, they're about family, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. myself is is not a selfish thing. <laughs> myself. No, 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 no. Of course, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and your values. Um, and then it comes to, okay, when I've started ticking those boxes and I'm like, the other ones are just going to happen. Mm maybe consider someone then yeah like not not consider someone as if i i've got a cue <laughs> but is in i've got to do all these things first of course because otherwise i'm not gonna be happy 
Yeah. And like the emphasis needs to lie in one place. Always. So, and then, and then after that, you know, you've, you've ticked your boxes. Let's say you've met someone. It's yeah. great. You're happy. There's no issues. That's when you think, okay, let like consider the, the, like having a child. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not now like, oh yeah, I want a kid because I've just missed the first box, which I'm only just starting to do is ticking yeah. my own boxes. I've, I'm not like with anyone. So how yeah. can I, in my mind, just jump, jump to, the to gum. step yeah, yeah, three? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The way I see it is step three should not be thought too much about its theory. Yeah. It's like, it's not saying like, oh, in five years I want a kid. It's, I do like the idea of having offspring. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> mini me's. But it's just like, I, like I said, I'm very single. Mm. But it's also before I get to the kid part, my girl has to also be on the same kind of page as me. Until I get to even that stage, the, yeah, the kid you know theory that is out. From the jump, wouldn't you? Exactly. So it's yeah. more like I know I'd probably want kids, but I also want a million pound house. So it's like, yeah. what am I going to do in the, in the right, my um, stage? I hate to break into a million pounds. It's not getting you much house. Anymore. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's a one bedroom flat. Yeah, you get like a one square foot garden now. <laughs> you get a parking space <laughs> that your dog will just shit in, and you don't actually have a garden. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's wild, man. Yeah, it's a rough um, one. Your birthday's coming up soon, isn't it? It is. Uh, less than a month. Yeah. Midlife crisis. What do you. So you're 25, you're mid 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What. What do you think is going to be different? Mid-20s? Mm. I feel like I'm going to be a bit more stressed. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. Why? I feel like at mid-20s, that's what you're not a kid. Bro, you're literally sitting across from me talking to me like I'm older than you. Just it, making bro, you feel even more stressed. <laughs> no, but as in like, there's things that you just need to pattern up at mm. 25 up, I believe. Like, there's no one that I know that's, I mean, there's a few people I know, but you know, 25 is like, you can't really make that many mistakes within your own life. But as in like that, that, that you can't guy, control. Man. Look at me no, deep no, in the no, eyes no. saying that. <laughs> no, no, no. As in things you can't control. You're not a kid. Mm. As in like you do something at 18, who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah. 19, who cares? I'd argue until 23, who fucking cares? Yeah. 25, bro. That's when it's like, you don't need to have everything perfect. Nothing needs to be perfect. Yeah. But you got to start deep in a few things. Yeah, you got to figure out what the trajectory is. What that is, bro. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, 25 to 30, you need to have some questions, at least theorized, mm. you know? And that, that's I've had these thoughts since I was 20 and it's never panned out. <laughs> yeah. I've been like, this career path, horrible yeah. injury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, I feel, yeah, but I feel, do you know what's weird? You say that, like, I'm 25 now and I finally feel like the path, you know, I've, I've come out of the woods, like just trekking through some landscape, not knowing what direction I'm going. Yeah, I yeah, found yeah. a path and I'm like, Oh, this looks all right, you know. Like yeah. what I can see in the distance looks all right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Maybe, maybe you're right. At 25, things that we once thought, or like you know, I always say like I got that question yesterday. What would you ask like your, tw- your 10 year old? What was it? 10 years ago, advice to when you were 15. And I deep like, bro, 10 years ago I was 15. I still kind of remember being 15. You know, but yeah, I'm such a well, different person. Yeah, but it, that's such a big a big chunk of time you know what i mean 15 to 25 like that's a real big development stage it is but when does that stop because i look at some 30 year olds i know some, some 40 year olds yeah and i'm like we're kind of the same we're kind of the same Which, I, I think that that's adulthood i reckon 25 to that is the same i just mm. came back from dinner with my cousins who are married uh he's 32 she's 29 mm. that's not far off from me bro and they didn't get married this year you know, they've been married. great, brother. That's cool. What was, um, <laughs> what was the story I was telling you? Remember, where was I when I told you about that old guy? 
Oh, barbershop, barbershop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, a uh, little disclaimer, I was trying to grow my hair out, was looking pretty sick, slick back, got a skin fade, got the top cut off, <laughs> and I'm just regretting it. Anyway, <laughs> I'm in the barbershop, I'm waiting, and there's this old guy, he's, I can't remember how old he said he was. I could hear, I can hear his conversation with the barber. He's getting his hair washed after his haircut, which I thought they did before. But anyway, um, and he's talking to the barber. I don't know how it comes up. And he says his age, something like 60. And he's like, but in my mind, I'm still 20. Yeah. And dude, that scared me because I was like, clearly this, the, you know, maturity. I think a lot of it is a front because you're like, I'm older now. I have oh, to yeah. act this way. But I still do some stuff that I did when I was 18. 100%. Like we know, we're, look, we're mature to the people who are in outer rim and further out of our circle. Yeah, yeah, anyone yeah. who truly knows me is like, this guy's a joker. Oh, mate, yeah, 100%. And it, it's scary, isn't it? Because you're looking at this guy, right? I can see him. He's not in bad shape for an old guy. Yeah. He's got white hair. You know, he's dressed matching his age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's saying that. And he's like, it's just my body that's old. It's just the exterior will change, but within. How scary is that? Like, It's wild. I don't know when that... I've probably felt the same since I was 23. I think twenty up to 23, I can probably safely say every year felt different. 21, I was insecure. 22, I was like, just get my foot in the door. 23, 24, like 25, now I feel pretty fucking confident. I feel like now that trajectory kind of stays up. Yeah, well, conf- so it's confidence for you, you think, maturity. To me, confidence, knowing what you want. like mm. When ha- you say confidence, what yeah. do you mean, though? Because I think that's quite... Confidence... Um, around people? Around people, within yourself, mm. within your beliefs. That's interesting, because I'm really confident around people. Yeah. But for the longest time, I wasn't confident about who I was. And okay. not, not people's... Um, what people would assume the person I was mm-hmm. is or was, but more so me knowing who I was deep down. Right. Like I was like, who actually am I? Right, right, right. I just think I ever deep that. Really? I don't deep that enough because I don't need to deep it. I just don't feel like it's something worth deeping. No, but who am I is to me is what's my root? Yeah. What What am I supposed to be doing? What What is my purpose? What is my journey? Like what? Because look, dude, there's a thousand different options of things you could have done and it would have left you and led you in a different route and it's like when you're younger there's loads of options right and as you get older it kind of starts to shrink oh it does and then you're like refining it and it's getting smaller and when i was younger i'd be like man like there's office jobs which i tried like Mm. finance and i knew that wasn't me and then you're just sat there thinking all of my friends are doing office jobs. Why, why does that not work for me? Mm. Why is my brain different? What am I supposed to do? Cause I didn't get any guidance on this at school, mate. No, no, we never Everyone did. was going to uni. There was a few of us who didn't. Yeah. And you're just left by the teachers, which is why I think the education system, at least where I was, was pretty trash in that they didn't give me any tools for you're 18 or seven. I was 17. You mm. finished school. You're going to go work now. Yeah. Good luck. I didn't even like what is tax it's very strange because even back in school I was like pick three things you enjoy like that's how you pick subjects pick yeah, I was like lifting <laughs> protein shakes <laughs> and uh I don't even know what the third was but like oh yeah okay cool construction reading, reading men's health yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he's built to be a pack mule <laughs> yeah but that was it that's literally what school was pick three things you're interested in and I rinsed and repeated like GCSE and A-levels. A-levels for me was a joke. I did six separate A-levels I graduated to. 
because I just chopped, I just dropped, started new to photography, hated it, dropped it. Oh, so so yeah, I dropped I left it. Too. Where do you like, where do you think you'd be if you went to uni? I was originally gonna go to uni for mechanical engineering. Really? Yeah, I, I could not see you doing that. Yeah, but I was so obsessed with Iron Man. I'm living on a lie. I wanted to like make bombs and shit. Like I wanted to like make like fucking weapons. Weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, I was like, mate, that's dark. I said that's like chemical engineering, bro. But like, I wanted to make it like an Iron Man suit. Man. So, <laughs> I was like, my 16. guy's sitting there telling me he's mature. <laughs> I wanted to make an Iron Man. This, this is never like ten years ago. I was like. Say, like, bro, you know, like the, the arc reactor here. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, dude. What if I made one of those that, like, I could just have? Just have. If it kills him, bro, that's the point. If it gets taken out, yeah. Or something nah, like if it's killing him anyway, he needs to change True. it, bro. Yeah, I was like, this is sick. He needs those Duracell batteries. Yeah. To, like, <laughs> I was romanticizing, mad. like, terrorism to some extent. Iron Man's, like, technically a terrorist, no? Okay, this is getting dark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's weird to think, isn't it? Like, if I went to uni, yeah. where would I be? But I also don't really care. Who fucking cares? Because I know right? I would have just like not enjoyed it. That's the thing. Like, mm. uni doesn't mean fuck at anything, mate. It's a degree. At that and do you know? Like I said to you though, what I think one of the most important things are like we've kind of found our realm, if you want to call it that, which is this like the fitness industry, which mm. I've really started hated saying now, <laughs> um, and it's like. I think doing external courses mm. to sort of build upon your foundations, maybe even solidify them a bit more is super important. One minute. But I didn't do, I haven't done a single course up until doing this sports massage and it, yeah, it's a different thing, but it's kind of like testing me in a way where I'm like, I haven't had to learn something for so long. It mm. is really hard and it probably shouldn't be as hard as I'm making it. But because I'm a perfectionist, I'm like, I have to do this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas now I'm like, right, I'm going to do one or two courses a year. Yeah. It doesn't matter on duration, like obviously distance study because I, I can't attend like full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because bro, like I want to know as much as I can by the time the lights go out. That's the thing. It, it's That was a little reel I saw on Instagram or something. I was like, do all these things because how valuable you can make yourself in society. That's how you grow as a person. That's yeah, how yeah. more people hire you. If you're the guy that has all these things, you stand out way more. Mm. And you know, plenty of people want this. Like now you have like massage under your belt. Yeah, yeah. Who can which PT can really say that? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I think it's important. It's it but mate, it's the same with social media. It's like if you want to get the most engagement on a post, you post something either people can relate to, because people buy into things they've experienced mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or struggles they've had. And then it either build upon that or you can post a lesson. Yeah. So that could be a struggle you've faced. Uh, in our field, it could be, you know, training mistakes you've made, mm. how you corrected them, what you've learned. Because like th people, people want to learn from you. Yeah. If, yeah, if yeah. you're someone they, I'm not saying anyone looks up to us, man. I got like, no, 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 but you're already answering questions before mm. they even made the question. Yeah. You know, that's what knowledge it's is. It's free, bro. It's, it's free, free knowledge. It's free knowledge. Like, and yeah, you have to pay for some of it, like courses. Yeah. But mate, the the most the most interesting things I've learned are coming from speaking to people. Hundred percent. Like, and they might not even think they're teaching you something, but by them talking about something they've done, I'm like, wow. So he did this to get to here. Yeah. This he did went wrong. This went really right. How can I implement that? You pick things up. Yeah. Just I by talking. I spoke to Ben a little bit about that. I think, but I find it super interesting. I think so too, bro. Mm. But that's why connections is key. 
you know like it's very important to surround yourself by greatness yeah yeah even like what greatness is to you yeah because you always pick things up it's weird i posted that quote on instagram and i've literally been trying to live by it let me get it up Mm. it was a uh here it is it is analyze your schedule kill your empty habits burn out the bullshit and see what's left Mm. david goggins been trying to live by it because that applies to people as well right oh yeah and uh, a lot of the relationships we or maybe i've noticed some of the relationships and i mean i'm not talking male female here yeah, yeah, yeah. but i have a people who are a around just for the good times mm-hmm. b they get something out of me so it's like a you know it's like um what do they call them the parasites like a like a leech like a, yeah yeah like a parasite yeah yeah, yeah yeah um but it's not like a mutualistic relationship it's more, like more i rarely yeah. ever will ask for anything from anyone yeah, yeah yeah and i'm just like do you know what i don't need that right no, now no, like no. i need the people who uh we're not doing anything to benefit each other but it just so happens in turn that my relationship with that person puts me in a good place, puts them in a good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mutual, mm. mutual beneficial thing. Yeah, yeah But yeah. it's interesting, isn't it? Because you realize, and you've had this before with, hmm. we won't go into names, but people messaging you. And oh, of course. At first I was like, do they just message when they want something? Oh yeah. And then you were like, oh fuck. Like, <laughs> I tried to deep it. Mm. I was like, yeah, they only yeah, do yeah. that. Like, hey, how are you? Like, yeah. do you want this? Can that's you? the thing. It's oh. never, it never ends at, hey, how are you? Mm. And that's when it's like, you anticipate or you like dread what's going to come next. It's like the, hey, it's like, what you see the typing and you're like, what are you about to ask for? Exactly. Like, what do you need help with? What do you need help with? Yeah. Whereas someone who, who you could tell wasn't just in it for that. One of my friends asked for help. I'll do it. Do it, yeah. But it's all this other stuff. And it again comes back to the, the thought that we, we all want really big circles. We all want to be really connected. But to be connected to people doesn't mean they have to be your friends. No, of course. Like you can have you can have acquaintances, you can have associates. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Like I'm not messaging them for things. I don't expect them to message me. The thing is, like everyone's part. Well, everyone's got a part in your life. Mm. You know, not everyone needs to be the best of friends. Like I said, sometimes there'll be a one way street. Sometimes there'll be two. I think the best thing we can do is identify when it is a one way street. Am I giving too much? Am I giving too little? And either acting upon. If I feel like I'm giving too little, I try my hardest to give more. Yeah, yeah. If I feel like someone else is giving too little and I'm giving too more, I just hold back. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's understand the situation and going from there. Assessing it, yeah. Asse- you have to assess it. It's important. It. it is important. It is, it is, it is. But, um, right, go on. You can pick a positive topic now and then we'll close out after this. Oh, a positive? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about growth we've seen within each other since... The start of the year. Start of the year. I mean, dude, I'm mad proud that you haven't drank and like that's just fucking ridiculous. Like no, but as in like, because it's not something that I even remember you doing, because I don't see drinks around the house. It's like I just don't even associate Will sober. It's like Will's just living life great, you know. Yeah, well, it was a lot though, wasn't it? Boozing pre pre this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but not now, bro. Obviously, not that's now. what I mean. But it's like, house, yeah. but that's like yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like because like the year started, I don't even like clock it i don't remember yeah, it i don't think it about it habit. it was just yeah. a habit and now that's out of the the window entirely even i'm noticing it's like your energy is better like you're studying hard like as in like there's so much that you're doing that's yeah so beneficial and i think that another big growth is the course that you're on like bro you're grinding like fuck like, yeah yeah it's I, like being back in school <laughs> i just don't want to go back to what last year was and it wasn't yeah. me 
like there was very few occasions where I was drunk. Yeah, no. But it was more, it was every night. It was like, yeah. I'll buy a few beers. Yeah. And then yeah, I'd yeah. finish the few beers I got intending to only have one or two. Yeah. And it turns into six, seven, eight beers. It's like a habitual. Like, yeah. yeah. How am yeah. I sleeping five hours? Yeah. Working all day when I was quite busy. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. At Equinox and sustaining this. I was like, something doesn't add up. And then you realize when you take it out for a month, you're like, oh, I wasn't actually normal then. Yeah. I was that. I was absolutely fucked. Like, was I was coke? tired. Yeah. I had no REM sleep. Like my, my sleep tracker on my watch was just trash. Like yeah. sleep score was dreadful. And now I'm like, wow, it, that this like alcohol was such a powerful thing. Cause it's, it's the dream thing that you said that I related to. Like, cause whenever I drink, which isn't even that much, if I, if I drink, I drink. Right. But I know when I sleep, I don't dream. It's not proper sleep. It's not proper sleep. It's not. It's like you, you close your eyes, you're dizzy, you wake up, you just feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. There's no actual dream part. Yeah. You know, so when you were like, it's the first time your dreams started coming back, like you realize how important it is for us to dream. Do you know what the scariest part was though? Because I'd done it so consistently for so long. And I'm honestly like, I'd hold my hands up if I actually had a problem. Yeah. But um, it was the fact that the way I was feeling last year, I thought was normal. Yeah. And then as soon as I've stopped, I'm like, how did I survive? How did you do it? How, like, how did I survive on not dreaming for a year? Literally, I, like, I barely had a, a single dream I can remember. Um, get, not sleeping. Like, yeah. none of these things. I was like, how? Like, I thought I was normal and I was just like, oh, this is life now. I'm getting so older. Is, yeah. I'm 25, bro. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah. should be, I should be jumping out of bed, bouncing around. Like, <laughs> You're the fittest we could ever be. Like. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> my body's just wrecked with inflammation. My mind's a mess. <laughs> And I'm like, this was all down to one thing. Yep. And I was going to the shop, buying it and opening it and drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's so crazy deep though. I'm going to think of one for you. Yeah. I think what I saw when we first came back from Christmas, because we were both away, was, I don't know what had happened over Christmas, but you were very much like, Oh, I want to go on a date. Like I want to date this girl. I want to date this girl. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. That's not me digging you out. No, 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 of course. But yeah. But I maybe halfway through January saw you change back to like, nah, fuck that. You were yeah. like, I'm going to get after what I want to do. Like that's, yeah. that's the second box that we talked about before. And I respect that a lot because, you know, uh, I can hold my hands up. It's very easy to fall into that loop of just being in the dating game for oh, yeah. ages. So easy. And yeah. you're like, you're going on a date on Wednesday night, on Saturday night, and you're like, shit, this is not good because I could have one slept more. I could have worked <laughs> that evening and maybe had like a nicer weekend, wholesome weekend, chilled. Yeah. And I think you were very close to getting into that cycle that I've, yeah. I've just discussed and I, I've been in plenty of times. Whereas you gave yourself a little reality check and you're like, I'm just going to like, if, if I'm not dating and i have to sit in on a saturday night and chill even though that's what i've been doing for a month like i'll just chill just i don't chill. need to be going out on these dates no it's so true i'm yeah. starting to realize like the worth of it all like i can't just be dating to date but do you remember yeah. i was when you came back i was pressuring you i was like yeah bro you should go on a date because i knew if you went on one you'd be like nah i'm not having yeah, that shit like, yeah <laughs> i was like no nah, bro go yeah, and you were like fun, i don't know if i feel like i was like go on the date though <laughs> yeah that's mad i was like no i'm good you still. Know, i've seen that a lot yeah, yeah. I feel, mate, it's weird. I feel like I've seen a lot of change within you since um, since we moved in here. It's crazy. It's yeah, like six it's months weird. Well, it's, like it's weird. Mental. 
Like, because for, for you, this is your first experience of living out of home. Yeah. That's when the real man shit starts. Oh, isn't 100%. It? Yeah. You just yeah. got to get shit done. But it's crazy. It, how do you feel? Do you ever miss? Oh, it's great. I mean, like, I love my parents and I see them like every two weeks at most. Yeah, every week if I can. Um, I honestly think it put me and my parents a lot close together. I mean, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you, know. you actually spend quality time, right? Exactly. You're forced. Like, I'm like, shit, I only have like six hours today where I don't have a client, or I might not have a client the next morning. Fuck, I can actually afford to stay over, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you did like, a few days ago, right? Exactly. And it's like, cool, let's go see a cinema, let's go get dinner, da, da, da. and it's like, you treat it better rather than just like, you know, because the last thing I want is to come home stressed from work because I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm. You know, we talk a lot because we're in the same career path, but yeah, I'm not saying my parents don't get it. But oh, sometimes... mate, it's when you're stressed at work and your parents ask you. Like, I remember going home at Christmas and I was like, oh my God, just yeah. fuck. Like, the one time I don't want to talk about the work. The one time. I'm on holiday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I evaded that. So I, I honestly think it's a lot of positives. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Does, so. It's yeah. going to be weird, bro. I'm... Uh... It's going to be weird moving out. It is going to be strange. We'll see. Look, who, who knows? They might say I stay till March. They might say it is the end of this month. Yeah. It's going to be so weird, it's mate. It's going to be strange. That's going to be so weird. We'll find out soon enough. Yeah, that, you bro. might have a flat to yourself for a while. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I have no idea. Do you think that'd drive you crazy? No, I'm barely here. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I don't know. I'll keep a key. I'll come check on that. <laughs> As if you're a cat, I'll come feed the cat. That is fucking hilarious. But um, I'm trying to, I'll try. That was a good flow. I like that. that was nice. um, what I recently, it is on a notebook behind you. We don't have to go to, I wrote down some goals for 2023. Yeah. Um, do you know any of yours? Yeah. Goals for 2023. I've got a few business ones. I don't do a workshop this year mm. in a different country. Um, one in this country, one different country for sure. Um, and I have a few financial goals that yeah. I take off. Other than that, it's just I'm asking you to set them in stone. Easy. What are they? <laughs> Give me the facts. Say it right now. Uh, I'll hold you accountable. You know, I will. Well, two workshops, one mm-hmm. in the country, one outside. I don't know which country outside yet. I still gotta do that. And financial goal is like, I want to make X amount a month, at least one month. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say the number? Yeah. I want to make at least 10,000 one month. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. What's that equate to? 120 a year. You pull it steady. If you pull it steady. When do you forecast that? Summer. Summer? It's popping in summer. Yeah, I guess if you get a workshop. Workshop or, in Cali. Uh, all in one time. Yeah. yeah, mate. Easy 10K. Easy 10K. Mr. Taxman. Uh, <laughs> the IRS. That's not 10K. It's a charitable donation. A charitable donation. The IRS, bro. We're not in America. <laughs> I think uh, off the top of my head. I'm only doing this, like we spoke about goals in, in the last one we were on together, but yeah. I was like, I actually need to stop writing stuff down and like solidifying it. So I put it in my notebook, my nice notebook. It's got mm-hmm. loads of shit notes in it. And um, number one was, I believe, education. So like I said, more courses, because recently I've, I see the, you know, the benefits of like actually doing it instead mm-hmm. of just like just flatlining the whole time yeah yeah. Of course. i think number two was taking my dad on holiday and i, I don't like mean, just mean like take him somewhere in england because he's from jersey like yeah. a nice holiday yeah, realistically yeah. it'll probably be towards the end of the year solid uh these aren't in order of like priority number three i believe i put something along the lines of i've already set my for this marathon a two grand like mm-hmm. goal i want to raise four thousand for charity in total so 2000 for 
the British Heart Foundation and then 2000 for like a mental health charity. I like that. I want to look into it more. I don't know which one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty ballsy to say, I don't know if it, it would even be possible this year. Yeah. But think of just doing something outrageous, like running 100 miles. Okay, sure. Yeah, Fuck I know. Um, but if that's too irrealistic, like if my body just couldn't handle yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to set up fundraising, try and raise two grand, and then my body just breaks like no, 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 20 no. or 30 miles in, let's say. Um, if not, I'll do some other stuff this year, like a high rocks, a turf games, just so I yeah, keep having these goals. I like that. And um, I'm, try- I'm trying to think other things I had on there. Oh, one was to make a significant financial investment into something that will like you know likely generate profit in the like, future like an asset or yeah yeah another one was to i wrote quite a few i'll say yeah another one was to begin developing like a website um thinking about marketing cool. for online coaching properly because nice. i'm sick of just like having an instagram account being oh, man, like yeah. oh, i offer online coaching and i think that was it that's a big one though, the online coaching thing. Like it's yeah. a good transition as well. Sorry, one was yeah. to reach out to a friend once a week. Oh yeah. And yeah. to reach out to someone in my network once a week. I like that. I like Not that. for anything. Should reach out. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. I was yeah, thinking yeah. about you today. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me of like one of my monthly goals is to uh talk to someone new every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Someone I've never like spoken to. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Someone new. Yeah. I just don't have the time for that and I don't really unless it's someone someone I meet in person I'm not very good for the first time interacting via like social media because I can be a bit blunt yeah and I think unless you know me you realize that when you have me face like value I'm very talkative when it's Mm. on social media I'm like man this is dead I'm using letters instead (laughs) of a noise to speak to you do you know what I mean yeah it's not the same you can't get emotional across but that's it man um, me. I feel like this year we 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 talked in one of the podcasts when I sounded severely depressed. <laughs> we talked about like the ebbs and flows mm. of of like times are great, times are shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still on that upward trajectory. Yeah, it's looking good. Yeah, it's looking. Are you? Hundred percent. It's yeah. looking good. I'm gonna crash like, at some point, bro. Oh, it will. But I'll embrace it. It'll be post summer. Yeah, sun goes. You're not allowed to run topless anymore. Oh, see, I'm really annoyed. Yeah. (laughs) It's harder to get, like, fucking clickbait. Yeah. Recycling summer pictures Mm. for, like, six months. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do anyway. Um, (laughs) But, right, I'm going to wrap it up. As I said, this is episode number nine, which is going to be probably released before episode number eight. Mm. Ben, pull your finger out your ass. Um Thank you, brother. One one a month. That's one a month. That's our twenty twenty three goal. One podcast a month together. I'm on that. Right. Ciao, ciao, people. Ciao, ciao.